Alrighty, everybody. Good evening, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, and uh, an unusual schedule this week with uh, the Christmas weekend here and uh, the NFL uh, splitting things up. We have uh, a heavy amount of action on Saturday, and uh, of course, three games on Christmas Day. Uh, so it's an interesting setup, and of course, Wiz, uh, we're going to be dealing with some rather interesting conditions in terms of the weather this weekend. Yeah, there's a lot of things going on. Some players returning from injury, some players missing games, and other guys having to step up. I mean, <clears throat> such a crucial week, and you're talking about players like, you know, Jonathan Taylor and Jalen Hurts being out. It's uh, You combine that with some of the cold weather and potentially windy weather in some of these games, well, it makes for a real uh, difficult situation uh, in terms of uh, creating your lineups for the week. Yeah, I think it's hard. I mean, of course, uh, most, le- most leagues you're playing in your semifinals if you're still alive, which is a good thing. Um, and, yeah, I, I think there are some very difficult decisions out there. I-, I looked at the schedule, and it looks as if out of the 15 games that are left this week, it looks like five of them are going to be played in temperatures that, well, the few of them are going to be played in domes, but five of the games out of the 15 look like they'll be played in conditions that are above freezing. So, and of course, last night, a bit of a mess with the Jets uh, playing the Jaguars, the rain. Uh, it was not pleasant. It was an ugly day for the Jets. But yeah, so it's going to be a lot for people to contend with uh, make, making challenging decisions. You know, I. I mean, do you do you start looking at situ? I mean, I did was in one of my leagues, so looking at the schedule, looking at the play, looking looking at the forecast, and that Saint uh, Brown game looks to be being played in rather harsh conditions with wind. And I have Josh Allen as well as a quarterback. I dropped to Sean Watson. I picked up Gardner Minshew. If I wake up tomorrow and I see the weather that it's a complete disaster, like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, what kind of conditions someone like Josh Allen's going to be dealing with? I'm not saying I'm going to start Gardner Minshew over him. But, yeah, I'm, I'm making some preparations just in case things look really, really bad out there. Yeah, I mean, you, what are you going to do? Are you going to pin your hopes on a quarterback that, you know, is going to be playing a ferocious pass rush that's kind of angry about what happened to them the week before. The guy hasn't played a snap all season. I mean, these are decisions that, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of fantasy GMs are going to be faced with. And uh, it's certainly not easy when you have to always choose between the better talent or the lesser talent playing in maybe better conditions. So it's... Um, it's, it's interesting, it's difficult, but um, it's all part of the wonderful world of fantasy football. All right. And on that note, uh, we're going to get kicked off here with our with our DraftKings rankings. So why don't you take us out of quarterback today, Wiz? Yeah, so I'm going to play Tua at 6,200. And, um, you know, a game that I know of the conditions will be nice uh, and to be able to throw the ball around. Um, so I, I think I like Tua. I know he's had a difficult stretch. He played pretty well last week. Didn't get a lot of help from his receivers. He could have had a better game. They lost a tough game. But I want to play Tua at 6,200. And I want to play Daniel Jones as well as 5,600 against that Vikings defense that I think <clears> – <throat> He, he'll be able to, I think, throw the ball, and I think he's going to be able to get some yards rushing as well. So I want to play two and, and Daniel Jones, and I just have to 
fade Justin Fields at 7,500. I understand all, everything he's been doing with his, his some of his spectacular runs, but at that price, I just have to play other other quarterbacks, <clears throat> and I have to fade Deshaun Watson at 6,000 in a game where I just feel he's playing against a good defense. They want to run the ball, and the conditions are not going to be conducive for throwing it. So. Fading Fields and Watson, and I want to play two in Daniel Jones. Yeah, so I'll, I'll start off where, where you left off, and I'm in agreement with you on, on Fields this week. Uh, you, you look at the receiving core for the Chicago Bears right now, it's, it, it's a bear cupboard for the most part. Uh, so I think that has its challenges. I, I'm I'm looking for value at quarterback this week, so I, I can't disagree with you on Watson. Uh, to me, spending the money that you're going to spend on on Allen and Mahomes, who are both going to be playing in single digits, that, that to me is, is not enticing. I, I'm I'm looking for areas where uh, players are going to be playing in 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 more pristine conditions. And I would say, looking at that Green Bay Miami game, I, I actually love Aaron Rodgers this week. I thought for the first time all year they looked to be uh, aside from the uh, aside from with uh, Alan Lazard, they look to be a little bit more comfort out there. Romeo Dubs, uh, fresh off of uh, a four or five week absence, uh, coming back and actually led them in receiving this week. Uh, I, I think that's going to be a high scoring football game. So I love two as well on the other side. Uh, and looking at that Minnesota Giant game between Daniel Jones and. Uh, and Kirk Cousins at 6,300. So those two, those two games, I'm, I'm looking to go for weather. Uh, I'm, call me a chicken, what have you, but that's enticing to me, Wiz. All right, take us out of running back. Yeah, so running back, to, you know, this is, this is kind of interesting. Uh, Derrick Henry has dominated the Texans uh, over, over the years. I'm a little bit nervous given that Malik Willis is now quarterbacking. If I was the Texans, I might put 10 people in the box this week uh, and and let Malik Willis attempt to throw the football. Uh, I think they're probably going to try to do that, uh, quite frankly. And at 8,600, I think there are better places to spend your money. You and I have talked about Joe Mixon since he's come back from injury. Samaj Perine is getting mixed in a little bit more. His price is starting to adjust, but you know I'm still super nervous about putting Joe Mixon out there. So at 5,900, I'm steering clear there, Wiz. Uh, in terms of running backs, do I like? Uh, look, the, the Arizona Cardinals have been leaning on James Conner the last couple of weeks. I think you got to continue that. So seven grand, I like him. Seventy-seven hundred, Nick Chubb. I think Nick Chubb, who was banged up a little bit early in the week, but they're probably protecting him a little bit, knowing how much usage he's going to get today. I love Pollard at seven thousand and McKinnon, who's just been red hot the last two weeks. Uh, I think I asked you because we have him in one of the leagues. If 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 Hardman was going to be playing this week and he's not playing again, but Tony's really not part of the game plan. But at fifty-nine hundred, McKinnon. He's just become a very key cog in this offense, uh, and it's tough to walk away from that price target with him. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to start off with my fade. To me, when I, I mean, I, I agree with your points on Henry, um, and more so than Malik Willis is. People don't realize how crucial it is with their offensive line, and Ben Jones, their center is out, and their offensive line is banged up, so. I know he had. This is really going to be an interesting situation because he has this incredible streak going against the 
Texans of 200-yard rushing games, but their offensive line is banged up, and I don't think they're going to respect them throwing the ball with Malik Willis. So <clears throat> I'm, I'm interested to see what happens there. I have to think with Darrell Patterson. I, I just think I don't understand his price anymore. 5800 There are just so many better options at the same price. It's difficult to run the ball against the Ravens. Tyler Algier has become much more involved in the offense. I just feel... Both Kansas City running backs. You mentioned McKinnon. I'm going to mention Pacheco at 5,700. And I just don't understand how Dobbins and Patterson could be the same price. Dobbins at 5,800. Um, I like him. So I, I'm going to look for some salary relief and really focus on Pacheco and Dobbins. Um, and I'm just going to fade Patterson and, uh, and, and just look to get some salary leverage at the running backs position. All right, sounds like a game plan. All right, so uh, moving on to the wide receiver position, was Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, I mean, I want to play DK Metcalf in a game where I just think he's going to get a lot of targets with Tyler Lockett not playing in this game, in a game where it could be a good game script, throwing the ball, and I just think he, against that Chiefs secondary, I think he's going to have a field day. So I want to play DK Metcalf 7,100. I want to stack Slayton with Daniel Jones. I just feel... He could have a real breakout game this week against that Vikings secondary, especially if the Vikings are really concerning themselves with Barkley. So I want to stack Slayton with Daniel Jones. In a game where I think it could be difficult to throw the ball deep, I think this could be a type of game where Juju Smith-Schuster catches a lot of passes. So I want to play in a game that's going to be cold, but the total is still near 50. I want to play receivers in that Seahawk. Kansas City game, so I want to play Juju at 5,800. Um, the two receivers I'm going to fade is I'm going to fade Jamar Chase. He's amazing. Joe Burrow's amazing. But I, I just think that Belichick is just going to make Burrow go elsewhere with the ball. And they have capable receivers, and he's going to throw the ball to Chase anyhow. But at that price, I just feel I think there are better options lower. And uh, I'm just going to fade Amari Cooper at 5,900. I'm fading Watson. I'm fading Cooper in a game. I just think it's going to be difficult to throw the ball deep. And um, that's what I have in receiver. What about you? Yeah, and uh, for those reasons, you know, Jamar Chase is a big number. Uh, sorry, Jamar Chase is a big number for me, so I'm right with you at 8,300. I'm I, I just nervous about that. Uh, I'm nervous about Stephen Diggs at 8,500. Uh, C.D. Lamb, uh, last couple of times he's played against the Philadelphia Eagles. He struggled. We know Darius Slay is, is, is such a presence in that secondary. Uh, so at 7,500, I'd like to look elsewhere. And you know what? I, I don't love Terry McLaurin going into San Francisco uh, against this fierce defense, 6,200. So those are the guys I'm going to fade. Um, uh, the guys I like this week, uh, I'm, I'm, I think Amon Ross St. Brown is going to get a lot of act action this week. Uh, a lot of short passes around the line of scrimmages. The secondary of 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 the uh, Carolina Panthers is really good, but I think uh, this week uh, that's where they're a little bit more susceptible is on some of those short routes. So I think you'll see him very active in this particular ball game. I love Slayton as well at 5,200, and quite frankly, I, I also love Isaiah Hodgins at 4,100. I think, like you said, Daniel Jones is going to be forced to throw the football. I'm also thinking that Chris Godwin continues uh, on his pace uh, with he seems to be the main guy and beneficiary in this offense. He's in the low 6,000s. I like Godwin against the Arizona Cardinals this week as well, Wiz. All righty. And uh, <clears throat> what's your views on the tight end in terms of DraftKings this week? 
Yeah, you know what? I ha- I've, I've faded to Kelsey a little bit the last couple of weeks, but the Seattle Seahawks are one of the worst teams in the league against yeah. against the tight end, so I'm going straight to the top and looking at some of the big names. I, I really do like this player. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Dallas Goddard gets used in his first game, but I think if you look at last year, um, Minshew actually favored the running backs and the tight ends a little bit more. So I, I know it's his first game back, Goddard, at least I'm assuming that's the case, so at 4,500. Uh, I'm kind of interested in that player. Quite frankly, this week, I think he could make some noise. Uh, I also think uh, Dalton Schultz at 4,200 in the same football game. The last two games he's played against the Eagles, two touchdowns in each game. Uh, So those are the guys I like. Uh, I'm fading Mark Andrews, Wiz. You know, you and I have him in the league, but I just, I don't know. I just don't have confidence at the moment. I'm not saying I'm going to bench him, but I think you can get, you know, better options at this moment. And it's just a little too high price for my liking, uh, uh, in this position, and and it's really weird. George Kittle, uh, he's going against Washington. I think he benefits from uh, Samuel being added to the lineup, but the Washington Redskins, or Redskins, excuse me, the Commanders are actually the number one team in the NFL against the tight end. Uh, when I look at that, uh, again, better places, I think, than George Kittle this week. So, I like Goddard. I think he's interesting. I'm not sure, you know, the rust factor, but 4,500, I'm going to take my chances. He did have that terrific game with Minshew, and I saw some interviews with Goddard where he was really talking Minshew up. So I like Goddard, 4,500. I see it the other way with Andrews. Uh, I think this is Mark Andrews' week in all formats, DraftKings, Fantasy. The Atlanta Falcons made Juwan Johnson look like – Tony Gonzalez and they cannot cover the middle of the field and they just have not been able to get him the ball and the last couple of weeks have been against AFC division rivals uh, AFC North division rivals that kind of know the Ravens and bad weather in one of those games he was concussed uh, Huntley in another game I'm loving Mark Andrews this week 5,500 DraftKings I just can't believe the under and over on him at 45 and a half yards. And look, I understand. I completely understand with what you're saying. It looked dreadful, but I think it's a perfect storm this week. So I'm going to be all in on Mark Andrews. And I'm going to either be very, very right or very, very wrong about this because the under and over, they're making this so low that they're just begging me to bet the over. And I'm going to oblige and, um, We'll see what happens. And uh, I don't really have any fades. Um, I think Kelsey will get his catches. I agree with the thinking about Kittle. I think with that defensive line, this could be a week that um, they kind of keep him in the block a little bit more. So no real fades. But if I was going to fade one, I'd be joining you with Kittle. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one to think about. I didn't, you know, he's coming off of a huge game as well, but I I do think he benefits from Debo not being around for sure. Uh, yeah. But you know, like I said, you look at Washington; they've done they've done a heck of a job against the tight end this year. All right, give us your break this late, guy. I know this is. I don't know. I have a strange feeling about this particular one. I think they've been talking up this player a little bit more. The only issue for me is they're going up against the best team in the league uh, against wide receivers. And I'm talking about the LA Rams. I'm talking about Tutu Atwell with 3,600. They're running out of bodies for the Rams. I think they're going to find the way to put the ball in this guy's hands. I just have a very strange feeling about Tutu Atwell this week. That's going to be my break the slight guy. Wiz. 
well, it's about a thousand players to pick, and my break this way player is Tutu Atwell as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have two receivers running routes. Van Jefferson, which I think that play will be covered by Patrick Satan, and Tutu Atwell, who has lost his confidence along the way, but I just feel at home in these conditions, uh, you know, the weather won't be a factor. He's really quick. Uh, And I think, you know, there's a chance that he could have a real breakout game. So 2-2 at well at that price, 3,500, I think I wrote down. Could be 36, but I I think I wrote down 3,500 is also my break this late player. That is pretty funny. It's funny that you, you know, I'm laughing. Last year in his uh, family fantasy football league, uh, our, our, our boy Jimmy O asked me for some fantasy advice uh, towards the end of the season. It ended up propelling him to a season title. Uh, if you remember, uh, Justin Jackson, the running back at that time for the Chargers, uh, had some big games. I gave him him during the playoffs last year, as well as one of my fan favorites, Braxton Berrios. He put both of those guys in the lineup. He beat up his nephews in, in that league of his, a family league of his, his brothers, and he went on to a title. He was looking for some gem of, of a player this week, and I gave him Tutu Atwell as my gem of a player this week. All right. Pretty good, pretty good. So uh, um, let's get to... Um Let's get to the wagering aspect of the uh, podcast. Talk about uh, games we like and any um, player props as well. So uh, why don't you take us off and talk about any games, unders or overs, or sides that you love this week? Yeah, so I've, I've looked a little bit more closely at things. I actually have six games that I'm looking at at the moment, and I'm kind of going to go back and forth in terms of you know where I'm going to place most of my chips in, but there's six games that I'm looking at. I think it's going to be incredibly emotional tomorrow night in Pittsburgh, Wiz. Uh, I mean, this is you can't make this sort of stuff up. So I believe today is the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate uh, Reception, where Franco Harris caught a ricocheted ball where uh, Tatum knocked the heck out of the other receiver on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Franco Harris picks the ball up from his shoe tips and runs it in for a touchdown. They win that playoff game at, at then Three Rivers Stadium. His jersey was supposed to be retired tomorrow night, is going to be retired tomorrow night, and sadly, Franco Harris passed away this week unexpectedly. uh, He was on the radio with Chris Magdor Russo only earlier in the week. Uh, Really sad news. I think it's going to be unbelievably emotional in that building on on Saturday night, uh, uh, Christmas Eve night tomorrow. And the Pittsburgh Steelers have been playing some pretty good football. And I think with getting Kenny Pickett back, they'll lay him two points to the Raiders. The Raiders are coming out of that cushy dome. I know they're coming off a big win. We've talked a lot about the emotions. And that was a crazy game, of course. But I like the Steelers laying two points against the Raiders this week. Um, I like the Eagles as well, getting four and a half points. The Cowboys didn't show me a lot. Uh, last week, their defense uh, definitely uh, showing some weakness against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, but the Eagles getting four and a half points. Uh, they still have a tremendous football team on both sides of the ball. I like the Eagles, Wiz. I'm looking at weather in a couple of places, Wiz. The over-unders in, in both the Bear-Bill game at 40 and a half and the Seahawk-Kansas City game at 49 and a half. And I'm, I'm a little bit skeptical of those point totals being reached. I like the unders in both of those football games. 
I think the Houston Texans are going to win that game against Tennessee. They have played everybody tough of late. I don't have any faith at all in Malik Willis. Uh, I I put the bet on at three and a half. It's now down to three, but I like the Texans getting three points against Tennessee. And lastly, Wiz, I just think I I just think the Cincinnati Bengals are playing one of the better brands of football out there right now. And I know they are on the road, but they went down to Tampa Bay last week. They blew out after getting down against Tampa Bay. They ended up blowing them out. But I like the Bengals laying three points against a an offense that's really struggling to get things going. I like the Bengals laying three points against the New England Patriots. All righty. Well, I'm with you on one and against you and opposite on you, too. Let's start with the one I'm with you on. I'm with you on the Texans. Um, I just think with the offensive line banged up for the Titans, Malik Willis quarterbacking, I like the way the Texans have been playing, how hard they've been playing. They've been in, in, in some of these games against clearly – uh, teams that are better than them, and they've hung in there, and I, I think they're going to get this win at um, at the Titans. I think Brandon Cooks actually is going to play in this game, so I, I, I'm with you on the Texans. I, I think they're going to win that game against the Titans. I think that's going to even up the Jags in that division. That being said, I think the Raiders are going to beat the Steelers. Um, <clears throat> I, I just think they're not going to have any answers for Devontae Adams and Derek Carr in this game and the way Jacobs has been running the ball. I think they're going to really control the ball offensively. And I understand the emotions and all of that stuff, but uh, that line is going down, and it's down to two points, and I think it's going down for a reason. So I'm opposite view on that one. I'm going to I'm going to take the Raiders in that game, and I, and I think – the Patriots come up with these games at home late in the year, and I think this is going to be one of these games. Now, I want to give a stat that I'm going against here. The Cincinnati Bengals have covered 11 of their last 12 games. An absolutely outrageous streak that they're on in terms of covering the spread. But I'm still going to take New England. I think Ramondre Stevenson is going to have a big game. And I, I just think, like, New England at home this time of the year – is gonna is gonna is gonna put up a good game, and, and they're gonna beat Cincinnati. Uh, I think Kansas City is gonna route the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks and Geno Smith kind of been fizzling out a little bit, and this is when Kansas City kind of steps on the gas and they you know start gearing it up for the playoffs. Uh, I'm gonna lay the points with Kansas City. I'm gonna lay the points with the 49ers. I just think the Commanders were absolutely deflated by the way they lost that game to the Giants, and I think the Niners are just also similar to Kansas City, getting ready to start playing their best ball. And the last game I want to take is I want to take the Saints with the points against the Browns in a game that I feel the most productive player on the field is going to be Taysom Hill. I think he's going to have a lot of snaps at quarterback, and in that cold weather, it's not going to be fun trying to tackle him. So those are the games that I like. All right. Very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I mean, I'm worried about Mac Jones making it through this game, Wiz. I think we could see Zappy in this game. I This strange line of questioning around uh, around the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard – yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen with the quarterback, but he – who knows? I mean, I would not be shocked if they just announced that Zappy's going to start the game. Who knows? But uh, I, I like the Patriots. They just – play well in these type of games at home. Like, you know, uh, I just feel it's going to be one of those games. But look, 
I think it's 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 perilous to be betting against Cincinnati at this time, but uh, that's what I'm going to do anyhow. So how about player props? Uh, who do you love? I have a truckload of player props this week, probably eight or oh, nine, boy. eight or nine. <laughs> but but my by far my player prop of the day by far is Taysom Hill. Over at least it, last when I saw it when I when I put the bet on already it was at thirty seven and a half rushing yards I I, yeah. I I think that is the bet of the day so that that's the one that I have loaded up on so uh, glad to hear you 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 mentioned him so uh, yeah I, I'm right um, that's my player prop of the day I have a couple of others that I'm going to throw you away um, let's look at that Atlanta Falcon passing attack last week in a cushy dome Desmond Ritter had ninety uh, something yards passing. The over-under for him is 141.5 yards. Drake London's over-under is 44.5 yards. Uh, ain't happening in that cold weather against the Ravens. Uh, I'm taking the under in both of those, Wiz. Um, uh, other game, other other matchups and, and picks that I have, over 3.5 catches for Jarek McKinnon, over 36.5 receiving yards for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I am going over 60.5 rushing yards for Tony Pollard. Uh, I don't trust McSorley at quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. I'm going under 190 and a half yards passing for that player. Uh, I'm going over 60, over 48 and a half, excuse me, rushing yards for Josh Allen. And and lastly, I don't know, like I said, if Mac Jones is making it through this game, but I'm taking under 220 and a half yards passing for Mac Jones this week, Wiz. Excellent. A lot of good stuff there. I'm probably enjoying the Taysom Hill one, I think. He's going to get a lot of snaps at quarterbacks, a lot of, you know, rushing attempts. And uh, it could be one of those days in the cold weather where you really don't want him coming at you. So I'm with you on that. I'm going to play two. I'm going to play. I know Royce Freeman came out of nowhere, got elevated to the, to the, to the Texans and had a decent game rushing. His total is 27 and a half yards rushing against the Titans. You can't rush the ball against the Titans. I think they're going to use Ongabawale, Burkhead, and Freeman. I'm playing that under. I don't even think he's going to get a lot of attempts. Maybe, I don't know, five or six, seven rushing attempts. He's not going to get over. Uh, so I'm playing under. And then Mark Andrews, 45 and a half yards over. This is an absolute joke. I'm going to predict that he's going to double that. He's going to get over 90 yards receiving in this game. They're going to be throwing it to him early and often in this game, and the Falcons cannot cover the middle of the field. And uh, I'm, I am, unless it's like the winds in the, in the Wizard of Oz are happening, this game, he's, he's going over that total of 45 and a half. So, oh, I, uh, I certainly hope so, Wiz. I definitely hope so. Yeah, I think this is going to be Mark Andrews' day. I think uh, I, I'm, I'm extremely confident that unless, like I said, you, the, the winds are so ridiculous where um, you can't throw the ball similar to uh, what was going on in the Jet game uh, yesterday where you know the, you couldn't throw more than a 15-yard pass. But that's all I got. Uh, speaking of the Jet game, was, uh, that kid Streveler looked like uh, Taysom Hill Jr. yesterday. Yeah, he looked, he, he, he looked right out of the... Uh, the, the, the creation of Taysom Hill, absolutely. And uh, look, he gave them a spark, but the Jets have bigger problems. And they, they, they have got to figure out what they're going to do with Zach Wilson, where everybody from Fireman Ed to Robert Sala, 
doesn't want him quarterbacking. So I don't know what's going to happen really there, but it, it, it doesn't look good. And uh, to, to spend so much equity on a draft pick this early in his career to have a view where, oh, do we need to start over a quarterback? It's, uh, it's, going, to be, it's going to be difficult for the Jets in the offseason. Uh, it certainly is. All right, so uh, that's a wrap. Good luck, everybody, in your playoff matchups. Hopefully uh, our, our advice is helping people out and uh, continuing to do so. Uh, you know, Wish everybody a happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas uh, this weekend. Uh, so enjoy the holidays, be safe, uh, and, and, and like I said, it's, uh, it's a full slate of football, so lots of excitement. Uh, Wiz, you take care of yourself, and uh, let's hope you're right about Mark Andrews. I look forward to all the matchups this week, and uh, yeah, onwards and upwards, Wiz. We'll we'll talk next week. You got it. You do the same.